Hello. Hello there. <laughs> We're back. It's been a while for us, but it's not been anything for no, you, you because we haven't released a single episode yet. Woohoo! We have recorded two days. So. And we've also achieved a huge achievement in finishing our dissertations, which means we yes, really have true, no excuse which did, now. Yeah, that did take precedent. There was a week where we were like, we're going to record this weekend, and then I messaged me. <laughs> we both had like, breakdowns. And, and then <laughs> being like... Do you think maybe we should just not do any recording until we've finished our dissertations and finished the masters? And it was the right thing to do. Yes, and I said yes, absolutely, please, please, God. But, um, and now, and now we have we're finished. Back with free yes, time. <laughs> now we can record and read freely without feeling any yeah. kind of guilt, which will be very nice after because a year. Because even despite that. being hor- so horribly busy that we couldn't talk about this, we have still read. Yeah, we still have managed to do that. I've maybe read more this I year think than I I've have, ever read yeah, I, think I, I honestly think that I, July, end of July, and then basically most of this August, I think I've read more than any other month this year yeah. as well. So Nice. Well, been you've, been, you've been all I have. I've over been the away. pace on whole. I know. Although I've actually just been to Italy, so I've been all over... You've yes. been all over one place. I've been all on over home. one place. <laughs> yes, and I've just more places than me. That's true. That's true. Not for long. Later. That can be I rectified. Be, yes. That will be rectified. Indeed. We haven't even done our intro. Which oh, is, um, oh, it's it's okay. Amy and Mia. <laughs> it's Mia and Amy, <laughs> and we are chatting books. On back our again. Yeah, chatting books, which is this yes podcast that you are listening to. Yes. Chatting books, fantastic. The podcast, yeah. We're going to be chatting about books. (laughs) (laughs) And for today, we actually are going to be chatting about books. And a lot of them. Yeah, because we're not going to do our usual structure of what we're currently reading. Um, And what's next? Because we're saving that. We're doing a a double recording today. Yes, so that we can get back on track. Get back on track. So today we're just... And also because we've had such a huge break, we're just going to talk about all the books that we've read since we last recorded. It's a summer reading recap. And... I, a lot of my books are like the quest to find the perfect summer read, which yeah. I honestly don't think I achieved. Spoiler, but I will talk about that. Yes, we'll cover as it. it as it goes on. Okay, would you like to start, Amy? I'll start. Okay, according to my Goodreads, mm-hmm. the last, um, and my memory, mm-hmm. the last book I remember talking about was The Portrait of a Mirror. Yep. Um, so we're moving on, and I read. Somebody Loves You by Mona Arshi, mm-hmm. which you can um, see the cover there. Lovely. Lovely cover. Thought. It's beautiful. Is that um, the cover that's the English cover? Yeah. Nice. I know. That is nice. It's really nice. It's a very pretty book. I've had my eye on it for a long, long time. I've read it in a day. It was when I went to. Oh, it was my grand's birthday. Yeah, it's my grand's birthday, and I read it on the train there and on the train home. And, um, Story in two parts. Story in, yeah, exactly. And the story was about this is this is gonna be the real challenge. It's gonna be trying to. Like, I know. Do, I was looking through and thinking. I was like, make sure I can remember everything. Yeah. Um, I can give a little recap. The story of this one is a girl who decides to. Well, not. I don't think it's much of a conscious decision. She stops speaking. Like she just stops talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's her relationship with her family. Her mother's quite unwell. It's very short. Um, quite lyrical. I didn't think it was as good as I wanted it to be. However, it wasn't yeah. bad. Okay. So. And on the summer books rating, how oh, are we, where are we putting them? Oh. Um, well, in my scale of really excellent summer book to was 
not a winter book, but certainly not a summer book. Mm -hmm. It was not a winter book, but okay. certainly not a summer book. Okay, I think that quite a few of mine, um, I would say, yeah. were lying in that realm. I wouldn't say it really relied much on the heat of the summer, as some of them <laughs> definitely do yeah. later. But that one, no, that one was one that I'd actually bought a while beforehand. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just one of those ones which you buy and then you don't start reading immediately so you don't read it for ages yeah and i was like oh well i'm going on a train journey today it's and i was reading tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow yes and i was yes yes i i was quite close to finishing tomorrow 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 and i didn't want to bring the full hard back with me on the train journey when i was about to finish it yeah so i bought that instead totally fair enough um which i read so yeah that was my first maybe not the greatest to kick this off I that's think... okay well sometimes you've you know you yeah. gotta start somewhere so that's fine. What about you? What was the first one you read? So mine was Convenience Store Woman by Sayaka Murata. I'm yeah, that I think that's right. Close to. Um, um, shorty. Yeah, yeah someone, which was somebody a short, loved you was very shorty. Yeah, which was very short. And um, and it was also, I think it was 99p on my Kindle. So oh, that was, I that, sort of couldn't say no. Yeah, that's, um, that. that comes under our book band is allowed. Yes, it if does. If it's a pound or yeah. I know, well, it's very difficult with uh, the old kid because there's so many that I love. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I enjoyed that. It was quite a weird one, but I thought it was really interesting. I am pretty sure I read that in a day. And I read it on that 40 degree, 40, 41 degree nice. Monday yeah. when my sister had to come and rescue me from London. Yeah. And my lack of um, any kind of yeah break from the heat. And yes, no, it's very good. It's first that I've read by her, and I think that she has quite recently brought out a new one because I keep seeing it all life ceremony. Yeah, there we go. I think it's a collection of short stories. I could be ah. wrong, but I think it is. Um, but yeah, like I liked how she wrote. I also thought it was just, I just again, it's just nice to just read about women. Always mm -hmm. love that, and I thought it was very interesting. She's sort of a um, I don't. I'm pretty. Have you read it? I'm pretty like I've, you have. I've read. Yeah, I've read that, and I've read Athens as well. Nice. nice. I like her. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was interesting how she was just completely... She sort of has just no... I don't know if it's empathy, I guess that is. Like, she just is very unattached to sort of feelings and how other people usually move through life and, like, you know, relationships yeah. and stuff like that. So she's I just really doing, like, that. Yeah, she was sort of just doing it to because she sort of felt, this is what I should do and I'd rather do it and not have any questions. Mm -hmm. Which, as a person who gets a lot of questions, especially at the moment being constantly, what's the relationship, what, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that I can see how one might just suddenly do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really say it was a summer book, but I no. feel like because it was a short one, you know, you get that lovely little yeah. that boost of serotonin book, if from I was finishing to, a book in yeah. a day. So. If I was to give that, that's a summer feeling. Yeah, um, yeah that is one of my criteria for a summer yeah, book. Um, I think if I was to give that book kind of a thing, it would probably be like, like a, a cold February evening where it's like nothing's really happening. Yeah, I can see that. See, because it was an inconvenience story, it just made me think when um, Scarlett and I went travelling, mm -hmm. we would go to the 7-Elevens, and oh, that was okay. very, very warm, so I guess that it's like, made me think of very warm okay. weather. Yeah, but you know. But yeah, not, I wouldn't say it's super Not super sober. Sober. No, yeah, but okay. enjoyed it. Well, that's good. Number two. Number two. Um, also, I haven't counted these up, so I'm quite excited to see who read more. Yeah, me too. Because we're both kind of similar on, on pace. We are. Um, okay. The next book, as I almost just mentioned, was um, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by mm. Gabrielle Zevin. Which all I've heard is good things about. And I would also say good things. Good things. We're joining the camp of good things. Um, yeah, and 
I mean, I went into that with only hearing good things, positive reviews, and then I read like a quarter of it, and then she came and did a talk at work and signed my book. Mm. Um, very cool. Not to show off, but no show off. Um, really, really enjoyable. I, it's. I mean, every. I kind of hate this kind of rhetoric around it, but it is a. The characters in it work together making video games yeah. and like whenever anyone talks about this book is they're always immediately go but you don't have to like video games well to that like is this what book. was holding really hold me back yeah <laughs> and no i don't think you need to be a video game player at all because it's just it's about these characters who make friends when they're children um in a hospital playing a video game and it's both important to them and then as they grow up they eventually set their up their own um video game company and make video games and they're exploring they do explore a lot of like issues that are pertinent to them through the concept of their video games mm -hmm. and i will say they are discussed quite a lot but they're discussed so easily like you understand you don't need to understand how video games are made to enjoy the book because gabrielle zevin really writes it in a very like like you know what's going on right even if you have literally no concept of games yeah um the extent of my game knowledge is the sims and just dance on the Wii <laughs> yeah. and mario kart but like but are we that's tennis? you know we go oh yeah I we sports mm, that's those. true yeah we bowling mm -hmm. um you know that's we <laughs> <laughs> we I actually love that one. Oh my god nintendogs on the ds you never had them you didn't never have nintendo no I'm, I'm not a game girl no. sadly at all i've literally just played the Wii. Well, the Wii, the Wii Mario Kart as well. Yeah, and I think I played FIFA on like someone's thing. Oh, I've never uh, like, for like five minutes. I don't think. I've, and I've, Grand Theft Auto I've, like, again for like sat five minutes. And watched boys play FIFA, and it's like that's enough. Yeah, I just don't. I it doesn't do anything for me. I don't care. Yeah. Well, Sorry these are more like world-building-y games. As yeah. Well, so I don't really don't really get it. Um, but really, it's about the relationships between the characters. And um Club Penguin, like that. One too. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I've got oh, to have yeah. more than just yeah. like those. Two back games. It's all about like the mini games on the computer. Like um like Girls Go Games and Star Doll and Dress Up Games. That was my scene. Yeah, I did I, I did play my scene dress up though. I yeah. don't know if you those. No. Oh well. Um <laughs> I did I did like a salon game as well. Mm. I can't remember that was a good one. It's like Temple Run. Anyway, this oh, is getting Temple off Run, of yeah. um, I'm currently that. playing it on my phone called Project Mega. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is off topic. Um, mm. I The book. Um, I will say I... I don't think there's anything bad to say about it. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like... It didn't blow me out of the water. Yeah. You know? I did spend a lot of it. The only comparison I can think to make and on a much tamer scale than the comparison I've got to make is that I was waiting sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop of like sadness the whole like because it wasn't a particularly happy story but I was okay. really waiting for something very sad a la A Little Life yeah um by Hanya Yanagihara and I was really in my head my head was really making a comparison to them and I haven't read A Little Life for a while so I'm not sure how accurate that was, but it was really giving me similar feelings, but with I guess much like, less group sadness. Of friends, yeah, something's there, but you don't yeah. really know what's happened. And I, I was really waiting for this, like something really, really sad to happen. And when something really, really sad did happen, I was like, oh yes, makes sense. Yeah. Um, That's what I'll be waiting. For. Yeah. 
Although in the context of the story, I'm not sure how much sense it made. But um, still, really good, really enjoyable. Would recommend it to a lot of people. Yeah, um, well, yeah. the only one I'm going to be borrowing. Yeah, I'm sure you will. And I'm sure you'd sure. like it. Also, it's got a beautiful cover. Yeah, the cover is lovely. Yeah. And all the sort of, you know, promotion and stuff. Yeah, that's it's into been it. really it's been good. very good. I've been very impressed with that. Right, my next one was Cat on a Hot Tin Roof by Tennessee Williams, which I had read before. Sounds like a summer book. It, yeah, it's a summer <laughs> book. I also really enjoy the story. Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow was not a summer book. Right, fair enough. Um, yeah, I feel like gaming seems like a inside thing. Also, it was like, set it, we've been in the park, it was set in like LA and it was, didn't feel summery. Yeah. You go, you go, sorry, it's your turn. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's the classic. It was interesting reading a... Oh, whoops. The um, reading a play, like a script, like yeah, a play script, like, you know, that was interesting. I, I, I think I've read it such a long time ago. It must have been sort of like in year ten or year eleven or something like that. But no, it's good. Again, read it in a day. Mm-hmm. I actually finished it in the queue at um, Eurostar to wait for the tunnel, which took a very long time. But um, yeah, great. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I would add to just it's classic yeah. I think that I mean I feel like a lot of people maybe have studied it at school I didn't study it yeah. well neither did I so in that case go for it but if you did study it I can understand can you can give any kind of brief description I don't well I don't want to ruin it but I mean yeah basically it's about a couple in south of America like southern America yeah. the husband has recently went into had an accident I think the night before He's broken his leg mm-hmm. and it sort of starts and it all goes over one night mm-hmm. and they've got um big daddy that's the that's sort of like the patriarch family yeah um they've got brick who is the son and then his wife maggie and brick and maggie are having some ish- marital issues yeah they are um brick's mother and his wife are there too and everyone's slightly sort of trying to make a grab for the money they think that okay. big daddy's got cancer but has he we don't really know it kind of moves along like that and then it's just it's so very pacey not a cat on the hot tin roof well maggie's the cat on the hot tin roof. Uh, so okay. he's basically saying you're like a cat on a hot tin roof All where right. if a cat is on something really hot they're like jumping around yeah and like really really um yeah like anxious yeah okay so yeah, there we go i know i was sort of getting half with these speaking about it and then i was thinking i've just realized that what i keep doing is just saying what I think about it and not giving it any kind of description <laughs> of what the book is. It's only because there's quite a few to get through. So I, I mean, I... Well, this is just going to be a long episode and we're going to have to embrace it. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Right. My next, next one. one. The next one was read with the intention of finding the perfect summer book. Mm-hmm. It is The Girls by Emma Klein. Which Yaz, who I was just on holiday yeah. with, literally said to me, oh, I just found this book called The Girls by Emma Klein. Yeah. Would you like to borrow it? And I was like, well, I've got options now. Good options. Um, yeah. She said she liked it. I think we've actually got two copies in this house. <laughs> nice. um, and neither of them are mine. I have no idea who they are. Who's they are. Um, my, just because I'm going through the Goodreads list here, my little comment, which I rarely do, is a bit underwhelming. Emma Klein loves an adjective. Should just read Helter Scatter, really. And That's I so true. I need to look at my think, comments that I've been writing on these. Um, well, I can just see it on the, on the thing. Mine's not like that. Oh, does it not show you that? I'm on uh, red. No, I'm on my... Um, I'm on my challenge. She's on her challenge. I'm an idiot. I'm on red. Um, Ah, here we go. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so The Girls is um, about a 14-year-old girl 
who's sort of in that kind of teenhood in the 60s 60s yeah 60s? so it must be 60s yeah 60s 69 because like, yeah. that's when yeah the thing that yeah. yeah um we're going on and she's like um she knows she's leaving to go to a boarding school at the end of september and her one friend friendship is kind of breaking up and she's sort of looking for an escape and she finds comes fascinated by the girls that she keeps seeing hanging around and ends up hanging out with them and they are part of a manson-esque cult that she kind of ends up being part of as well and i um did go into this thinking it was actually just about like a fictionalized version of the manson family um and i and it wasn't it was about someone very similar right <laughs> to that and like the same kind of setup different kind of murder but still similar in like a sense um and i think it would be better if it, it was, was just a fictionalized version of the especially because i think it sounds like that because that's what yaz said she was like oh it's i think it's the same as the once upon a time in hollywood that the cult yeah that. and i was sort of like i thought yeah that's what i was thinking yeah it was like actually of them and but, it's like once no. upon a time in hollywood they did fictionalize that account in like changing the results of that yeah event but this one was just a clearly like completely different guy but the exact same effect that charles manson had yeah and so i think it was just so similar and so clearly told in the setting that it would have been like everyone reading that book is knowing that it's about is like got that setting and it would have been better it's also told from her from 14 and then her older and like reflecting on it um it was just like okay like yeah it was just okay and i did say that emma klein loves an adjective and she really does like she cannot let something go by without describing it yeah or like throwing in a descriptive word just to and that after once i noticed that i like couldn't stop and yeah um health skelter is the um true crime book about it right. and i feel like if you're going into reading it with the hope of some culty goodness yeah then read, read that but um if you're going into it for like a story i i know that probably a lot of people would stand up this and talk about it like oh it's about the relationship between the girls and what it was to be a girl at the time and it's like yeah but it's also not because it's so overshadowed yeah by, by that especially so, if that's what you're expecting like because you might not you might miss that stuff if yeah you're expecting something else so about how you know yeah blurb, the, how you're writing the blurb and everything i will say it's summer book okay mm, definitely a summer book um definitely kind of i wouldn't spend any time on it in winter like yeah like it wouldn't be suited and i think i can let more bad stuff pass in the winter no yeah. no in the summer yeah um so well also because yeah. you just oh and also very relaxing. appropriate because it's like it's her last summer holiday before going away and like the heat of the summer sun blah blah blah, blah. um yeah but only okay okay cool all right my third was and this so this was an audiobook mm -hmm. and i'd like to set the scene for this one because it was in a two-day car journey with my family who we haven't spent two days together for quite like just all together in a car that only has three doors and is very crammed yeah so i think that slightly meant that i wasn't paying 100 percent attention all the time but i still got the gist of it so it's 44 scotland street by alexander mccall smith mm -hmm. um my dad and stepmom 
love this series. There's My many in the series. Um, and it was, I really liked all the um, descriptions of Edinburgh. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I was like 99% sure it's Edinburgh. Could be Glasgow. It is Edinburgh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. That's fine. Um, and yeah, it was just, it's, I think I'm, I'm literally, this is going to be a theme, I think, but I'm trying to remember what it was about. Um, about a house or like a thing of flats something like that and mm-hmm. multiple different people live they come and go and it's sort of commentary on people's lives and things like that instead of like the funny little people that you go past yeah. and sort of that kind of thing and I did enjoy it it was nice sort of to look out the window and just slightly focus on that but also zoning out a little bit yeah so yeah I did I did like that and I would quite like to actually re- I just find and I think I did this before audiobooks I think that audiobooks for me, mm-hmm. I the only way that I really engage in them is if they are like autobiography or biography, yeah, or nonfiction, yeah. Because then I feel like it's a bit more like a podcast. Yeah. Whereas for fiction, I just like you know, get lost in a book. You flick at the pages. You know, it's, it's, it's all it's about more, the physical holding. Exactly. It's just more of a experience. Can you give us, can you give us a little synopsis? Well, I said it was about group of people in a thing and that is basically what i remember about it okay i'm pretty sure it's well, that not, kind of illustrates your point of like not really connecting well with yeah it. exactly and also it is like a series yeah so it is very sort of everyday lives what happens between okay. them and everything like that and then it moves on okay sorry yeah I so that is my synopsis is all right kind of that okay um i will give the rest to them actual synopsis but that was the yeah one. i was <laughs> coming up to it after the last one yeah it's just going from bad to worse but um Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I did. Yeah, I did like it. It was fairly easy. I wouldn't. I would say it's definitely a winter or autumn yeah. read, and not a listen. Okay. At all. Yeah. I'd rather read it. But maybe yeah. I will. Maybe yeah. I'll reread the actual book. Lovely. Yeah. I also want to add before we continue. Here, we haven't. We deliberately have not spoken about these books to each other. I know. For so long. So it's I quite know. nice to actually. Although it's funny. It's actually only been like a month and a half. No. Yeah. Um, but still. But as well, you get through quite a lot. Yeah. Um. We've we've spoken about one, which is coming up later, and that was our book club book pick. Um. Yes. Fault lines. That is true. But the rest. Had to. But the rest we've been reserving. Yeah. Okay. My number four. I think you're going to have so many more than me because I realise now that you've just been on holiday for yeah. like at least half of the amount of time we've been. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. it's been total about three weeks of holiday. Yeah. And then one of the weeks I also was at home and not really doing anything. Yeah. Whereas I've been a working woman. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> um, anyway, number four. Night Bitch by Rachel Yoda. Oh, yes. And I want not many spoilers because this is on my list. We're not going to do spoilers because I think Mia's going to enjoy this book. Um, well, actually, I'm not sure how you're going to feel about this book. I'm not really sure how I feel about this book because I both enjoyed it and didn't enjoy it. Ooh. And, um... That's good. That gives was, me not a lot yeah, to go on, to be My honest. little Goodreads thing is I do not want children, which is the truth. <laughs> and I've lent it to Mia because Mia is enjoying books about motherhood right now. Yes, I am. And this is definitely a book about motherhood. And motherhood by Sheila Hutie has cut... How annoying is this? It's come. I've ordered it. Yeah. Anyway, didn't I wasn't in when it came, so now I have to go and pick it up from a um, post office no. in Hornsey, which is by Archway. No. And it's not open until Monday, and I'm going to be in Windsor no. Monday to Thursday, so it's going to be long time to get Oh, Christ. You've got to watch that, because they might send it back again. I'm, I'm worried they are. I might see, see, I'd ask my family to go and get it, but it's really far. It's like 45 yeah. minutes I'm away. Well, exactly. So, you know, 
we'll see. Um, I have to call them Excuse me. Yeah. Don't. Why do you arrange your own delivery online? That's what you should do. I'm not going to do that right now. Uh, but, yeah, yeah but, but what you should do. Yeah, is that, that is. That is. What yeah. I'm um. Anyway, night bitch, Rachel Yoda is definitely about motherhood, and I do think it approaches motherhood in a different way than any of the other books out there do because it's also feral and unhinged yeah. and <laughs> is the baby the night bitch <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> okay um but it's a really i think the word is unflinching i'm gonna say look at like the pains of motherhood of like just ha- being at the whim like at the beck and call of like a two-year-old and just well, it's just relentless two, two and years, yeah and the premise um which as spoiler free as i can get it is um it's this woman who is night bitch mm-hmm. um and she's not named she's just night bitch and um she did have a job like she was an artist um and worked in like a local gallery doing as like the curator and doing things like that and then she had a baby and found the balance of time or well time of working and having a baby and having the baby cared for by daycare while she was at work really really hard and eventually decided with her husband this is all before the the book starts yeah um decided with her husband that she would quit work to be a stay-at-home mum um and she doesn't really fit in or hasn't really tried to fit in with the other like stay-at-home mums in the organization yeah and she notices at the beginning the very beginning of the book that she's showing signs of turning into a dog and that's as much as I so it's like it looks like it's gonna be a really unfortunate tale of like motherhood and then it's actually she's turning into a dog um I feel like that meme thing where it's I think it's David Bren where he's like you've you've intrigued you've charmed me you've charmed me you've got the job um yeah so it's one of those like I think I was really excited by the premise going in and then the book itself was wild it's like a mindfuck yeah it was just a bit of a mindfuck um a book I wouldn't know how to even begin to rate like if I had to yeah and well I've really I have found that I've started to be like actually not rating anything um unless it's something really shit yeah I will or something really amazing that's yeah that's stars. true I'm just like five fucking yeah. stars um my friend told me um when I she'd read my birch um my friend told me to wait until the end to like pass judgment and even though I think waiting till the end and what happened at the end does kind of make it work a little bit better mm-hmm. um like I think it was the right ending I still I still don't know how I feel like it's been a while and I don't know how I feel um the paperback cover, though, is gorgeous. It's not the copy I have. No, I got a free hardback from work. Well, <laughs> it's free. It's free. Free is what I'm hearing. Free yeah. Free is what I'm liking. Yeah, and that's the copy that's in your bedroom. I know. <laughs> it is. In my now three-tiered... Yeah. I did not have any books in my room mm-hmm. at the beginning of this year because I didn't bring any with me, and I now have three piles. We're just throwing them at you. Which is, um, yeah. Some book. Not really. Not really. Yeah. Not really like a winter book. Just yeah. not, maybe not a seasonal book. Not a seasonal just book. A, yeah, not a seasonal. just a whenever. All right, my next one was of Women and Salt by Gabriella Garcia. Loved this. Yeah, I read it. I think it was my third book when I was actually on holiday. No, it must have been second. No, it was third. 
actually on holiday. Um, really nice. My sister got it and then mm-hmm. lent it to me. So thank you, Tess. And it's basically about multiple different women yeah. who are all... Um, all I'm not going to say where from. I'm just going to double check where it is because otherwise I'm... Cuba, they're, they're all from Cuba, right? Okay. Um, and it's basically about sort of two different families and they're following a mother and her daughter and the mother has just been deported and the daughter gets sent along to join her mm-hmm. and they cross paths with the other family who is basically like a great great a great grandmother who's working in a cigar factory in cuba mm-hmm. then grandmother mother daughter and the daughter and like the so the grandmother's then had two daughters so it's basically the two daughters and the two mm-hmm. granddaughters um and it's kind of a story about how things affect you sort of where belonging where you're from where you now live which things define you um and the struggles that women especially who have um immigrated over to america yeah go through and i thought it was really good and really interesting and yeah there was sort of multiple different things that where you sort of were really waiting to see what happened there was sort of a big thing where you thought i think i know what's gonna happen oh is it gonna happen yeah it did happen wow um yeah and there's lots that was very sad it was all sorts i would say it, it is a summer book if anything i'd say it's a late august book if i was gonna put it in anything because it feels very hot the whole yeah. time and yeah. you've got a lot and also so it's called of women and salt because it's kind of about the sweat and tears yeah. type of thing so um because one of the daughters has got a drug addiction so they're sort of talking about her like sort of sweating out as she's going. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way I can think of saying this is cold turkey, but I'm pretty sure it's not what it's called. <laughs> well, anyway. Well, cold turkey is where you stop Yeah, it's like where you like stop everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah so she's having withdrawals. There's also sort of working in a um, cigar factory that's living in very hot Cuba. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But it was great. I haven't given any words to rate it, but I did give it... I gave it four stars, not five. I don't really know why I gave it four or five, but there was something that just was holding back. Five. Yeah. If I could do 4.5, I would have done yeah. that. But, I didn't. but when it comes to like giving five, you have to. I feel like I'd rather hold back. And I also yeah. feel like I've given so many books five stars this year. But yeah. it's also because I've been given lots of books that are five stars. Yeah. And also, I have read lots of books that I've sort of been well, waiting start, to read too. When so. you start reading books of like friends' recommendations that yeah, they've you really know. enjoyed, and it's like your friends, you know, you've got some of the reading taste, then yeah, exactly. you know you're in for a treat. Exactly. Okay. Um, my next book is Open Water by Kayla Bazuma Nelson. Mm-hmm. Um, popular one this year. Popular one this year and, and probably yeah. last year, I think. Yeah. Um, and I definitely read this under the under the illusion that it would be a summer book because I think all of the stuff I'd spoken to about it was that it was like going to be a summer book. Yeah, it had been sold to you. And I'll tell you what, it was not a summer book. Um, <laughs> I don't. I, um, I don't really think, like, I think this is specifically influenced by, like, listening to someone on, like, a podcast or something like that, talk about it, and talking about how it's, like, really captures London in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I do think it captures London. I think it probably, if you live or know about living in South London, I think it probably really captures London, having never lived in South London. Yeah. Or spent much time south of the river, I don't really... Yeah. Don't really know. I can't really speak for that, but... I think I've heard people from South London saying that, so... Yeah. Um, although, they do go to Stoke Newington at one point. Do they? Not to just give myself away there. <laughs> so we're having going to street. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like... Mm. <laughs> I know that. I know that place. Um, and then they went down to Dorset. I was like... Ooh. I know that too. <laughs> we know that. It's a wing stop, Um 
<laughs> let's, let's say all the places we go to. <laughs> yeah. We already said book bar, so yeah, book bar, <laughs> Clissard Park, yeah, everything. Come find Wingstop. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I also, I I think this this is probably my own fault, and I don't know where it came from because mm-hmm. I'd actually see quite a lot of talk about it, but I obviously clearly didn't engage there. I thought it was a gay romance. I thought it was two men. So did I, is it not? Did you think? No! It's oh. a guy or a woman! No way. I think so that. I will say I was a bit thrown Yeah. when I knew off. Um, but I also really think this book taught me that romance just isn't it for me. just isn't. I <laughs> what, like reading romance? Like reading romance. <laughs> yeah. Because this is a romance. And yeah. I do think it was very beautifully written. Um, I think I should say that this is about told from a guy's point of view and it's like his relationship with this woman who sort of goes from like friends mm-hmm. distant friends getting really close friends and breaking that boundary into crossing into a romantic relationship right and not wanting to like ruin their friendship but it's also very much the experience of being a black male creative in london right and i think all of those parts where he's really talking about like his life experience and it's told in second person which is rare um which took me a beat but then i was like cool you're actually making this work quite well yeah because he's always like you go into this place yeah i was just thinking i actually don't know if i've ever read a book i know i i can i can name a single one yeah um that was exciting um and all of those bits all of the bits where it wasn't about his relationship with this woman i was like this is really good this is really excellent yeah. writing from Caleb. Well, Nelson. hasn't he re- recently released a new book or is about to? I feel like I've seen something, or it might be that he has just put a thing on social media about I sending it to his editor. I feel like he, but I feel like he probably is. Yeah, I definitely seen something. He did something with um, the author of Honey and Spice. Oh, is that? Bolu. Yeah, Bolu. I think it is. Um, Baba Lola. I think it is. Yeah. Which, um, I do apologise if I'm getting that wrong which i'm sure i am um i'm pretty sure they did something about yeah about his, about her book and his i wouldn't be surprised um, yeah so i think he's got both, something issue she's that book is a romance that she's written yeah so again yeah maybe romance just isn't for me um like straight ro- straight romance i don't mean in the sense of straight heterosexual i mean just like just like a just book romance. that's focused yeah, on romance, purely romance. um no subgenres there. Yeah, and I do think that this crossed the line. Like it was very atmospheric and lyrical. And mm-hmm. It was beautifully written. Um, it was also quite short, which was really enjoyable. That is nice. Um, but yeah, its orange cover made me think it was going to be like the oppressive heat of the summer in London, and I was like, I'm ready for it, and it wasn't. If anything, I felt it was really giving me like wrapped up warm winter. Yeah, because there was a lot of bits where they were like sitting close to each other, and like talked about the coat she was wearing or like her beret and I was like I love my berets um, <laughs> um, when is autumn coming when is autumn coming and yeah so summer book no good book yes um, okay well it's not the perfect book for me but I didn't have a bad time reading it I could appreciate all that was about it and I think yeah. a lot of other people would really love it okay well that all sounds pretty positive yeah so I'd positive Nice. All right, my next one was, speaking of short books, Love Story, which I believe is actually only 120 pages, so very short. Are we novella? Yeah, and um, I'd never read Love Story, 
I've I, literally never heard of it until I saw you reading it. Well, so it's like a very... I think the film maybe possibly is more famous than the book. I don't... Um, and it's got lots of lines in it. Like, they yeah, have a line in it that says... Um, it's Ali McGraw and something else. Or, like, Ali Beal. Anyway, it's uh, it's one that my parents always were like, oh, you want to watch that film. Um, which I then watched the film, and I've got to say, very disappointed. It's extremely dated. Um, Ali McGraw and Ryan O'Neill. There we go. And um, they had... There's like a song in it, which my mom, <laughs> as soon as yeah. I heard I was reading it, my mom did not stop oh, singing. Class, class thing. Is it a class drama? Yeah. As in, yeah. It is. So he's basically like a. Um, they fall in love despite their differences. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> what it's about, and I, it's an old book, so I feel like I maybe yeah. there's some spoilers. And it also just started this. So basically, it starts off with this guy, I can't remember his name now. Um, anyway, the man. Well, I'm going to call the man the woman because I can't bother to look up their names. Um, Draw me to you. I'm, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> Well, I've got the Wikipedia page up for the movie, so I, I might as well tell you. Yeah, I'm like, I want to see um, Rachel. Oliver Barrett the There four, we go. Right, so. Heir of an American upper class East Coast family attending Harvard. He meets Jennifer, Jenny. Oh, I was going to say, I know that I can do the Cavallari. synopsis too. All right, it's just the uh, names. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's basically, he, so it's Oliver Barrett, he's... He has all these issues with his father because his father has been like, you have to do this, you have to do this. No, dad, that's your dream. Yeah, and yeah, it literally is that. Um, except he's like, I do want to do that. I just wish that my dad would like say well done, which his dad, oh, okay. his dad does. Anyway, that's kind of what Jennifer says anyway. She's kind of like, you should be okay. And then Jenny's from, what, like somewhere in the New York, I'm pretty sure you just said. But anyway, yeah. uh, her mother died when she was young. She's just with her dad. She's very, um, she's just, she's, She's a real sarcastic lady who doesn't yeah. stand for any bullshit. And it Not sort of starts Jenny. off where Oliver Barrett says, these are things I know about Jenny. Like, you know, she liked this. She liked the Beatles. She liked this. And she loved me. And then it's like, and she died. So basically, oh, fuck, she dies. It's not a spoiler because it's literally in the blurb okay. and it's yeah. in, the lo- in the first line. Like, that's what happens. And it's basically about how they come from very different backgrounds, fall in love. Yeah. His dad, his family are kind of like, mm, no, you can't be with her. They very quickly then marry. Ooh. You know, like move in together. He sort of gives up all of his money and all Ooh. his inheritance. He's Cut very off. poor. Yeah, he then becomes like qualifies as a lawyer and then is very rich. Oh. But um, she's a teacher. She um, is a very gifted musician. Mm-hmm. She's like piano and like violin, and all sorts of stuff. And then they try to have a baby and they go try and check up and. Okay. and then dies crisis um, it was very sad it yeah. was also a funny story which I'm pretty sure I told you about where the last page is really poignant yeah. and I won't say that because that is for anyone who wants to read it that is like the, I could say the best part that the last five yeah. pages um, and I <laughs> read it and I was like I thought that it had a really sort of poignant end of it it sort of ended quite abruptly and my dad walks over to me and says is this yours and has got the last page that <laughs> fell out of the book that was in the pool and I was like yes it is and then I was like oh there we go that's the ending that was really soggy wet last but yeah i was literally reading it and i was like okay so that really seems like yeah we've just about something's just about to happen they've just decided not to tell us what happens in it um (laughs) yeah but i thought it was good and then i watched the film and the film was really not good but i think i think it's kind of damn sure when it came out it was amazing but um it was they both to be honest were quite unlikable characters in the film yeah whereas they were a bit more in in the book they were better yeah yeah yeah, my um oh what what is this now? One, two, three, four that was five. Yeah. So number six. Um I I've read got quite a few more to go, but <laughs> I've got a few. Oh yeah, more. yeah. Yeah. I think we're gonna be pretty I think close. This is just fair. gonna be a long episode and we it need is. to we knew it would be. 
Um, okay, just for my... those who are interested. Yes, Liz. You can click out at any time. Yeah. We're not stopping you. You can skip. <laughs> <laughs> you might not care. Um, if so, why are you listening? Thank you for doing so. Um, to none of our participation, <laughs> we haven't posted any of this. Um, okay, well, we will. We will. Um, my book number six is The Colony by Audrey McGee, um, which I have moved to the living room. It's not in here anymore. Um, okay which is on the book along list this mm-hmm. year it's not a summer book um but i've wanted to read it for a while because it's got the most beautiful cover mm-hmm. um i'm sure you can picture it in your mind but i'm going to show you anyway that one there yes Pussy. yes uh, gorgeous absolutely very stunning. as well yeah and exactly and i was like oh, that's, that's, that's a me. bit of me um it's a bit of me and um so i didn't know what really it was about before but i spotted it being like god that's gorgeous and then it got long listed for the booker and i was like if i'm gonna get it i've got to get it now because yeah. paperback is gonna have that nasty wee sticker on it yeah. and any new releases are also gonna have that nasty wee sticker on it so i had to go and buy it um and it was really good um i'm not i don't wouldn't say it was like five star good but it was really really good it was about this island off the coast of Ireland um <laughs> in <Not> me me <laughs> liked that I did really <laughs> I enjoyed that one <laughs> um and it's in the 70s during the troubles mm-hmm. but the troubles aren't really the focus but there is sort of almost like every like chapter break may i ask was this spurred on by the latest season of dairy girls remember you saying that you didn't really know much about it the was a little bit it wasn't yeah. like that did encourage me to do it but i do still i haven't found my yeah i would love to get some recommendations if anyone's listening oh yeah I um for books set in the troubles because i know nothing about it and i yeah. would like to. i would even read a non-fiction i would too yeah. um i read maybe... milkman and that's kind of a bit about it. Okay. This, this, it wasn't the main focus. It's about this island off the coast of Ireland. And um, and an Englishman. It starts with this Englishman, Mr. Lloyd, going getting a boat over to the island. Not many people live on the island, and they're mostly Irish speakers. Like a very small group of people live there. And it's, we only really focus on one family, and they're yeah, natural Irish speakers mm-hmm. rather than English. And um. Mr. Lloyd is a painter and he wants to go over to paint the cliffs mm-hmm. and then he's there for a bit and then this Frenchman who co- who apparently has been going every summer so not a summer book very much set in summertime um, but obviously it's an, a, co- a tiny coastal island yeah coastal island um, in the summer so it's not going to be really hot is it yeah um, and this Frenchman who's been going over for the last four summers to record like the Irish language he's a linguist mm-hmm. um and is very unhappy that an English speaker is there because it will affect the the Irish language as they know it. But it's it's more, I would say, more about um, what these two men are taking from the people yeah. who live there that they don't necessarily want to give and, like, the lack of control that they have. Yeah. Um, really, really lyrical in the way it's written. Really, really beautifully written. Um... And I did really enjoy it. Like, as I say, it was like interspersed with like short paragraphs on real people who were dying 
in the troubles as if it was kind of like a radio broadcast mm-hmm. and they would only be referred to um in the text like you'd maybe get one and then it would start the new section and like one of the women on the island is like listening to the radio and she's heard it and she's like that's absolutely awful and then everyone else on the island is like why are you worried about that like yeah why would you even think about that and so kind of like how detached they are from like what was actually going on um but yeah i really liked the kind of duality of the two guys coming over and the colonizer versus people who already lived there mm-hmm. which is very appropriate obviously yeah really good um nice. i can see why it was long listed for the booker nice and good to yeah to get some of those on the about yeah i don't think i've read any of the i've read that one and i've read small things like these mm-hmm. um i've got one i've got two actually there which i haven't read nice was it the oh was it called like Sweet William or something or O William? Oh yeah, the um, that's one I would really like to. The read. Elizabeth Stroat one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my next one was Little Women, which is a hundred percent not a summer book, but I do <laughs> just love it. And also, I think I'd read quite a few like quite short books yeah. that were a lot. I don't know. I just felt like reading Little Women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've put as my rated as my review once a joe always a joe yeah which is very accurate and yeah i mean i'm not gonna give a synopsis because a little woman i think everyone knows yeah it, but it's just lovely it's lovely every time yeah and also i haven't actually read it since i've watched the greta gerwig yeah film adaptation now when you read it mm-hmm. did you have the copy that leads into good good wives like immediately because when i first read little women i truly just had little women and the greta gerwig adaptation is technically two books the one where they have their adult lives that's a different book is it yeah i just because i basically just got it on um kindle because i was being lazy and because the story that we're kind of used to i mean it definitely was it was definitely the entire thing oh my god i didn't notice i oh no i do but i thought that was just carrying on interesting i I was thinking when i was reading i was like i swear when i read this when i was younger it was short yeah this is long um that makes sense then yeah, I had both because it ended where they were all oh, rather in the nice. big in yeah. um, Armand's house and everything like that. So yeah, it was just lovely. Good time. And it was it did remind me because I remember hearing Florence Pugh in a um, review mm-hmm. how she said that when she was found out she was playing Amy, she told her friends and her friends was like, oh wow, I hate Amy, mm-hmm. great. And she sort of was like, no, it's gonna be a bit different. And I was sort of like, yeah, it was. A bit yeah. Different. But also watching that film had made me made me like it more because yeah. when I but oh, I mean, I just fair. always remember that scene of Amy burning the book. It literally always used to make me cry when I was younger. Yeah. I always wanted to be a writer, so I was just like, how could she do that yeah. to Joe? I mean, when I was little, I was always because obviously everyone wants to be a Joe. And when I was little, I definitely wanted to be a Joe. And then I was really mad because Amy obviously has my same name, and I was like, why is the Amy so awful? <laughs> and then watching the Greta Gerwig one, it's actually like. Everyone, she, I think everyone I, wanted to be Amy. I think I was like, maybe she, maybe I'm an Amy. <laughs> like, but I actually am. <laughs> and that was quite nice. Yeah. Um, but I mean, everyone still kind of wants to be a Jay. Yeah. Well, Amy, I feel like there are all youngest ch- children everywhere. Like the youngest child, me, are always gonna have a little <laughs> a little bit with of the Amy, Amy because that just is like every. She's such a youngest child. She is, and every like single whole... person that I know who um it's so interesting hearing like when your friends will say who they are like what you know which character they sort of feel like they most are and yeah. everyone it's always like the youngest always thinks that they're the most like yeah um 
and the oldest is always yeah he's often always like me well we were talking I was talking I remember talking about this with my brother and my sister-in-law because she was like I'm a Joe Amy you're Amy um, and I was like, thanks. And she was like, post Greta Gerwig, Amy. And I was like, better, thank you. Good, yeah. And then, and then <laughs> like, we were, you. We're and then we were like looking at my brother, and we were like, what, you and Meg? <laughs> and then we were like, he's not quite a Meg. And then we were like, he's a Beth. Uh, but without the illness. <laughs> when I was younger, I, I remember first when I, because I think the first time I read Little Women was when I was very young, and I yeah. had like a picture version of it, where it yeah. was really just like short text, and it was very short. And I remember being like, I'm a Beth, because I, I'm so, <laughs> and my mum said you're a Joe you're definitely a Joe and I was like no I think I'm definitely a Beth yeah and then I was like no I am Beth anyway yeah okay. so for saying I wasn't going to talk very much about the little bit I managed to really drag that out book number seven mm-hmm. um, Oranges Are Not the Only Fruit by Jeanette Winterson which is a book I've been meaning to read for absolutely fucking ages I'm really glad I got round to it that is nice that's very nice when you can um, yeah and um if you notice it every time you say anything i'm like right where is that it's sure. the orange shelf yes i thought it might be um and yeah, I see it. um how did i feel about that um it wasn't quite what i thought it was going to be it was good it wasn't as good as i wanted i thought it was going to be yeah because i kind of like heard of it as like it's a seminal text yeah um and if you don't know have you ever read it no no, no. Um, I've heard of it though. Um, Sophia recommended it to me. I was with her. It was on her birthday when I got it. Um, and yeah, so it's about. It's definitely autofiction. She even talks about it in the introvert, but whatever. Um, so I kind of wanted to get through it as quickly as possible. I didn't want to think any more about that for my dissertation. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Orange is not the only fruit. She. It's about this girl's childhood, Jeanette, um, and she's raised. Um, in a really what's the word I'm looking at very Christian very like I can't is it fundamentalist Christian I don't know a really very Christian like preaching the Bible believes the world's gonna end yeah that born again of, or is that different no I think born again is when you find you find it later born again, yeah. you're born again um, and like her mum is very like very conservative Christians basically mm-hmm in the north of England and she also realises when she's a teen that she is a lesbian I mean she doesn't specifically name it as a lesbian but that she loves girls and like she falls in love for the first with the first person she ever recruits into um the church right and it's kind of like the splitting of her relationship with the church that she's very active in and when they like find out that she's been doing these quote unquote like demonic things because she's been possessed by the devil yeah um and it's a lot lighter than that sounds but i think i wanted it to go like harder into that like it was a very quick and easy read and i think it was maybe it would have been better with a bit more like fleshing out not a summer book um makes me think of like cold drizzly winter northern industrial towns yeah not necessarily the heat of the summer so yeah good glad i read it not quite what i thought it was going to be i think that was but that's my own you know problem not the books yeah um still good time still good time okay let me right the next one that i read 
was Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. Now, I've never read, a, well, until now. I've never see, read I've never read a Colleen Hoover. And to be honest, I had it heard a little bit, like, sort of just, I'd heard the name. Didn't really know what she wrote about. And um, my flatmate really liked her, and she's yeah. got, um, she got the book Verity, which apparently a lot of people said is... I think apparently... Is good. That's if, the best. Yeah, is it the best one? Um, it's not necessarily my thing... I just felt like, I don't know, it was a very TikTok book and I don't really like saying that because I feel like, you know, everyone can read whatever they want mm-hmm. and like, you know, a lot, the nice thing about TikTok books so often is that people who maybe weren't reading before find a way into reading and I think that's great because I'm all here for reading. Yeah. Um, just for me, wasn't, you wasn't my favourite. Um, You're already a reader. Exactly, so I don't need it. And yeah, to be honest, I was more reading because I was kind of like going into publishing industry i feel like i should read such a you know yeah big selling author um the premise without spoiling it because i i mean i'm not sure if we will get lots of tiktok readers listen to this or getting this far in anyway but yeah. um i won't spoil it for anyone who is okay. trying to read it 53 minutes it's basically about a woman who moves back to a town where you don't know what's happened but it seems that she's got sort of some kind of things happened. She had an ex-boyfriend. You don't know what's gone on. And she meets a guy in a bar, has a one night stand with him, and mm-hmm. then things get complicated. And she's very, she, yeah. She it's a lot of it's very romancy. It's very um, a lot of sort of like random sex scenes that are. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's very, it's very romancy yeah. and. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. I didn't think the writing was super strong. No? No, but I don't... Also, that might just be because the types of book that I read, you know, sometimes I like to be reading something where I literally am like, I'm going to have to read that sentence again because yeah. I'm 100% sure what she means there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was su- it was definitely a summer read. Yeah. Super quick. I think I read it in the afternoon. And um, yeah, I would say... Do you know what? I would say it's a good one if you are in a bit of a reading slump and you need to kind of remind yourself that you yeah. are able to read a book because yeah. I have had times where I haven't read for a bit and then suddenly I think how do I do that like how yeah. do I get my brain in gear of you know reading and turn the page so I'd say it would be, it would be good for that okay and it was 99 p.m. Oh, which is always nice yeah always good yeah okay um my next one is Fault Lines by Emily Tammy how close are you to Fault Lines to let's see I am one I'm one away I've one got away. So one and then I'll do Fault Lines okay Cool. Do you know what? I'll swap them around and I'll do fault lines after fault you, lines. and then I'll okay. do one from before. Um, or we could just make fault lines a, a yeah, shared let's discussion. Do, yeah, let's do a shared, shared point. Yeah. Um, fault lines was our book bar book club pick yep. for August. It was indeed, and we initially had a very different response to it. We did, we did. I definitely read it. Yeah, I remember reading it before you and waiting for you to finish it. Yeah, I think you read it, and then I read it maybe a couple of days after. Yeah, honestly. Um, and I didn't love it. I don't think I even really liked it. Yeah, I did like it, and I originally didn't love it, but I was, I feel like I, my opinion of it went down slightly, kind of after discussing it. So yeah. I don't know if you... That might have been me. Yeah. Um, the but I did like it, and I stand by that, I do still, did still like I think, it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. Um, synopsis is, it's about a woman obviously she's um, a mother she's a mother she's that's got one of the reasons that i was uh, yeah i think that's yeah 
Um, I, just, I just am so interested in motherhood in the at the moment. moment. The motherhood moment. Um, and she lives in Tokyo. And she's a stay-at-home mum. Mm-hmm. And she falls, sort of falls for this guy. Um, yeah. Starts a bit of an emotional affair with him. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a husband that... Um, isn't really around much. Yeah, isn't around much. They get on pretty well. They just, it's not, you know, there's not necessarily any kind of yeah, but big thing. She's not got much time for each other. Yeah, she originally. He's not got much time for her. She sort of was living in a smaller town, I believe, and then yeah. went and did a year abroad or a term abroad or something in New York. And it, like, and it sort of changed her whole outlook on life. Everything she sort of originally wanted, she said, no, I don't want that. I want to have, you know, the life I've seen in New York. And she stays a with a very um, privileged. Yeah. I believe white yeah, teenage girl, writing girl. Um, who sort of has everything that she could ever want and it's a real sort of you know culture shock and yeah she decides she wants to be a singer and she pursues singing for quite a while and then yes. she ends up well I say ends up but it really the way that her like relationship with her husband starts actually quite nice like yeah he's just like a really nice guy and that was something that we both sort of felt that was when it got a bit confusing just with the husband and her relationship yeah i like i wish they'd explored it more yeah um and then it's called fault lines because it's always talking about the, like they're on a fault line they're on for, a fault um, line and like the ever-present threat of like the big earthquake. thing and tsunami, yeah and i thought that was just with the events of the book that was just a little on the nose mm-hmm. which i didn't love um we felt like it wasn't the character it wasn't a you know yeah the character of the book that it was maybe meant to be yeah um, but it is a debut it is a debut and i think like and i feel she like... can definitely write right like, yeah yeah it was a very easy read like it was something that really you did keep going yeah like i kept i wanted to get through it like mm-hmm. i was it was really easy to pick up and read quite a lot in one sitting me too i read it on my um afternoon off from doing this as well no, I started nice. it and then yeah. I finished it on the afternoon, so that was quite nice. That's very nice. Um, would you say a summer book? No. I, yeah, I feel like it seems like it was. I think the most or autumn, but I always think of Tokyo. I, I mean, and actually, it went into spring because they had all the it cherry blossoms. It definitely went into spring, but the thing, the the bit I think about is that scene when she's going shopping on Fashion Week and it's like top, tipping it down with rain. Yeah, like, that's what. Well, then they had their like meet cute, didn't they? With, yeah. Under the umbrella, and yeah, she didn't bring her umbrella. I or think. Something. The bits that felt summery were when she was in New York, when she was like flashing back to that. Yeah, yeah. And also saying, talking about this now, I kind of realised like how much she really did get in quite a slim book. Yeah. But I will also say, um, it's a book about motherhood and it's a romance. And even though I do like explorations of motherhood, having books that feature toddlers in don't really do much for me. Yeah. And then See, romances don't really do much for me. The toddlers so, I did find really especially I had the little boy yeah. I did like that um, but I think it's just something that I can't understand in the same way yeah um, maybe I just uh, see I do dirty. like romance and I like well I like in books where there's romance and something else like, yeah. I don't like it when it's just romance yeah I need that um, to be other stuff but I didn't really feel like any of it was that romantic yeah. I didn't really warm to either of yeah. her sort of love interest I also had a much a much more like yeah it was alright kind of view and then we did the the Q&A discussion and yes. then I came away with being like I definitely read a different book to everyone else <laughs> yeah. yeah although I would say that everybody's always really really positive on yeah. this 
um it was like when people chat. were crying being like i was crying and i was like, yeah well when people were saying they had such was like a stony thing i was kind of like i didn't have any kind of reaction like that like literally no reaction to it um but you know it was okay we had yeah. a different experience and that's fine and that's okay so pass over to you well no your book next because take oh, me that was a joint are you sure okay yeah i'm sure then my next book which i think is now one two three four five six seven eight nine is the book that you made me put on goodreads grassell the wonder mammoth a story about overcoming yes. anxiety <laughs> by I'm glad Kim I did. Liat, <laughs> which is a picture book and that was a free <laughs> page book from work um and i took it for my little cousin who i was going to see for dinner that night who's six and i had no idea what the reading age of a six-year-old is um and apparently she's quite proud of the fact that she's onto chapter books now she should but she can't read them alone like she has to like sound out the words um and so she was like excited because it's a book that she can read on her own she didn't know what mammoths were so that was what a fun day for her yeah um but she is like i can read chapter books now and i was like okay valentina um Anyway, Gretel the Wonder Mammoth, a story about overcoming anxiety. It's about... I'm really going to go into this. Yeah, it's I'd, really I'd like, beautifully uh, illustrated. I'd like the same I would as like, had for yeah. else, please. It's really beautifully illustrated. Um, and it's about a mammoth who is frozen. And, mm-hmm. like, that's where she starts. And then she... I can't remember why. Um, becomes unfrozen, like the ice defrosts. Mm-hmm. And she wakes up. And she's in, like today and she's very stressed about it because everyone's like you're feeling only shocked yeah she's really stressed about it everyone's like gretel you're amazing you're a really impressive mammoth <laughs> and then she gets really stressed and anxious because um the world is new she doesn't have anyone who can relate to her because mm. she is in fact a mammoth she's the only one she's the only one she any elephants. um can't remember um <laughs> she does she does but she um ends up like talking to her new animal friends and they all have similar if not exactly the same anxiety it's right it makes her feel better um and i wrote if i was gretel i would also be anxious because i really would when yeah. you wake up in a whole new world oh but the pictures are very nice the pictures were beautiful mm-hmm. really enjoyable yeah. lovely all right mine is a tennis was before fault lines but we're doing it now was Man's Search for Meaning by Victor E. Frankel, which is a psychologist slash psychiatrist, very mm-hmm. clever man, who was taken and was in the concentration camp. He was in Auschwitz and a couple others. Mm-hmm. And it was basically his diary at the time. And so the first two thirds is that, and then the last third is sort of his psychological explanation of all the different things that happened there. Mm-hmm. And the diary part was... I mean, obviously, as you can imagine, really amazing, very enlightening. It was a lot sort of, it was all about, you know, man's search for meaning and, you know, where sort of the true meaning of happiness is and things like that. Mm -hmm. And it was very enlightening and I really did enjoy it. I think that I could have done with maybe knowing something about psychology (laughs) before reading that last third of it because really it was just could not have gone more it just went completely over my head yeah and i was really trying to understand it but it was like reading a science textbook um so i think and i've lent it to scarlett my best friend and flatmate because Mm -hmm. she did psychology at uni and i know that she is going to find that part in particular so interesting yeah but the diary part was really 
insane. And there were so many things where he was sort of saying, you know, this day I should have died and I just didn't yeah. because of this. And he was sort of, you know, it was really very good. And I really enjoyed it. Very nice. Yes, but the last bit was very confusing. Although my mum really sold me out to my dad because my dad sent it to me and mm-hmm. um, had said, you know, this is a really great book. And I sort of, re- you know, did enjoy it. just found yeah. the last thing hard. And then my mum went and my dad went to my sister's graduation a couple of days ago. And my mum called me this morning and said, oh, I guess I told your dad. But you just didn't really understand it. And I was thinking, well, I did understand it, Suzanne. <laughs> I did understand <laughs> The, you know, obviously the base of it. It was just the psychology yeah. part. And apparently my dad said, oh, that's okay, I'll talk to her about it. And yeah. I was thinking, oh, now I'm going to have my dad explaining to me why a man's diary of his time in Auschwitz is like, you know, <laughs> shows the search for meaning. And I'm like, I know, I, did, I got that part. It was just the very long, like, logoscopy yeah. things like that. Like, I don't know, I can't remember. Or logotherapy, I think that was the what it was called. Yeah, which I just was like, yeah, it was a lot of time on Google. Anyway. So yeah, that was okay. good. That was good. And that was my first book back after my holiday as well. So I was in nice. And I was just, you know, in the stress of this as well. So Yeah. It was probably quite apt of a um tonal shift. Anyway, right. there we go. My next one. And I'm closing in on the top. I think you've read one me. I think uh, I, I think you might have done. I think I've might have I just edged it and I think it is just Well you've got one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. And I've got Including this one, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, that's amazing! That is that's <laughs> impressive from you, considering I literally yeah. was on holiday and been working full time and doing this every yeah. other hour of the day. <laughs> um, can you tell that I was desperate for a source of escape? Um, also, reading on the way to work. Um, yeah, which is a huge one for the next book I will talk about. Persuasion mm. by Jane Austen. Which... Oh my gosh, where's my persuasion? Because I read that too. You read that ages ago. No, I read that on holiday. Oh, did you not log it? I must not have logged it. Oh, right. She's, are we going to talk about this one together? Yeah, we can. Brilliant. Because I'm because i guessing both had watched the Netflix adaptation. Yeah, I'd watched the Netflix adaptation. I didn't adaptation. put the date. Mm. Oh, you fool. Anyway, Persuasion. A classic. A Jane Austen classic. Which... Yeah, I did put yeah, the date and it's just gone. Yeah. It's just yeah. not on this list. It's just not on this I hope I oh I'm trying to think now. I feel Yeah, I there's feel two like, books that I didn't have on the Oh, list. for fuck's sorry. sake. I'll add those in after um, the persuasion. They um but you're talking about persuasion with me. Yeah, that's true. Um it is about It's about a woman. Anne. Anne. Anne Elliot. Anne Elliot. And she has prior to the start of the novel. Been, had um, a romantic relationship when she was eight years prior yes, with the captain Wentworth who her family her dad is very extravagant and they're sort of on a higher yeah rank and basically said he's not good enough for you you can't marry him he doesn't him. have enough money so and then he she was persuaded yeah she was persuaded um by also by her good close friend her like replacement mom yes um to not marry him but then his remain single because she's in love with him um and then she it's the events when they come back into each other's lives yes and when he sort of crosses over and there's multiple things and it's got about her sister she stays with her sister which i thought some pretty funny. scathing satire in there but yeah. yeah there was i thought it was interesting actually because when i watched the film because i read oh, i couldn't I cannot remember if i've read it before or if i read like, I her picture you... version of it i really can't remember i don't know anyway i like knew the story yeah so 
when I watched the Netflix thing and it had was it Ty T from Yeah um, T from Trees of Your Returns that was a lovely little blast from yeah. class. Um, I sort of kept thinking I don't remember sister being like this. this she's really yeah it's a lot and then read the book and I was like she what actually was it like that she's absolutely because I read the book after she did the new film and I was like wow that was yeah that was yeah that was very spot on so well done to that girl who I think might be called Mia not sure honestly like I think I think everyone we've definitely spoken about this yeah um, we have about the movie everyone has shot on it I've watched it knowing it was going to be bad and like it was an alright afternoon movie Um, yeah Obviously, I really did different. not. Yeah, I really did not think that. I thought a lot of people. I think that it was a bit unfair. She is called Mia McKenna Bruce. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought people were quite harsh on it. I do think there were some lines in it, things like saying he's a ten, but he this. I never I, trust a ten. Yeah, which I sort of was like, that is disgusting. Or or, or that like it, it was kind of like I almost farcical is yeah. that point where she, it was like um she was just like we're worse than strangers, we're exes. No, we're worse than friends, we're yeah. exes. Yeah, and that was just. Oh god. Yeah, and I remember seeing something of, the, and this is ish kind of becoming a thing about the film, but this was the last thing I'd say about the film. Um, I saw a tweet that said Dakota Johnson's face just looks like she's seen Instagram. Yes. Or like so she's true. seen the internet. <laughs> so true. And I sort of thought that is very true. It's not the guy being um, Captain Wentworth was a bit though. Yeah. So that was alright. Strong and silent, that's for sure. For sure. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I read that book a lot on the train. It actually probably was the longest it took me to read a book at any Yeah, I think I finished it on a train, actually. It was a train um, back from Bologna. In well, I, I, I remember... Because I think it's kind of, like, plods along. Um, okay, like, it's good. But then the last kind of sequence of chapters were just like, yeah here we go yeah. and I remember getting to that point on the train and then I was at work that day and no one else was really in and then Spotify has it for free as an audiobook because it's out of copyright obviously yeah. so I was listening to it while at work and then finished it on the book on the train home nice. that was very nice that is what a modern yeah a modern woman yeah Um. so yeah that's persuasion nice yeah good very nice Right. Should I go on to yeah. okay? So then, the one I also read when I was on holiday was, and then there were none by Agatha Christie, which I read before, but it's my favorite Agatha Christie. Um, really like the BBC adaptation as well. And story goes that ten apparent strangers are called by a Mister U N Owen to an island. Mm-hmm. There's um, two of them are um, it's sort of like a butler and a cook for mm-hmm. marriage. Then there's eight other various characters and they're called this island all for different reasons and um the first night they're there they're waiting for un owen they're sort of like you know where is he where is he and then a tannoy speaker noise comes out and it says the 10 inhabitants of this island are charged with these crimes and then goes through these different crimes and um ends sort of saying how do you plead and then it finishes they're all obviously very freaked out have they been charged with those crimes did they do them so well you'll find out shall okay. i say or not well I'm i mean not really that, I, I, don't, I don't know um yeah they have but oh. like it's all things that so some of them immediately say yeah, yeah i did do that and there's yeah. one guy who was played by that man who oh he's so attractive and he's in some period thing where he's i don't even know i haven't seen it but anyway um that's a really unhelpful description but there we go um, so an right, attractive right. man anyway, and he plays um, I think he's in Captain Lombard or something like that and basically he immediately comes out and says well mine's true I did kill those people 
Um, and it was it was that he left people behind when he okay. was um, in sort of like a battalion when he was yeah. fighting, and then um, slowly sort of they each sort of come forward, and a couple of them sort of like. <laughs> Well, I, I did know that person, but I, of course I didn't murder them or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then there's one character called Vera Claythorne, and you really sort of like, she don't think she did murder like the person. Because yeah. she's really like, he. there's a little boy she was looking after, and he basically swam out when she wasn't looking and drowned. Yeah. And they literally found her nearly drowned as well, trying to save trying him. To save so him. you're kind of like, okay, I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm. And then there's a poem called The Ten Little Soldier Boys, which has got extremely racist um history behind it because it's not actually called that it's called something else okay and they actually that was actually originally what the book was called oh um and they then changed it so they it was originally called 10 little n words oh they then changed no. it to 10 little um like native americans but the slur word for that mm-hmm. um and then they made it and then they went on and the poem basically goes there were 10 little soldier boys i think it starts off like um playing in like playing it by the sea yeah one um she got all choked up and then there were nine so it can't be that it must be like playing in a line or something and it all rhymes yeah and it basically goes through and then it says the last one is sort of like there was one all alone he got um he was like very unhappy to be on his own so he hanged himself and then there were none and and there were none and basically one of the characters suddenly starts choking (gasps) and then dies and then they suddenly think that is oh, that the great. thing it is it's great and you just go through it you're just yeah. so excited i would definitely recommend it um plus i just love like a whodunit murder yeah. thing because you were, and basically then so there's 10 people on the island and there's uh-huh. 10 people in the story and they've all been so charged so they're like who is the murderer uh-huh. and they're sort of like is someone on this island doing this yeah or is it one of us uh-huh. and slowly as they all start who to go you it? are like you are oh. so it is very good and you are sort of just like and i mean i know I, like when I was reading, I knew who did because I've already read You've it and I'm seeing the. But it still program. gets you. But it still gets you, and at the end, you still don't know by the end of it who did yeah. it. And then the last, very last bits of the epilogue is a letter. Yeah. Explaining how everything was done and everything from the person who did do it. Um, Interesting. But it's very good, and also it has sort of lots of things because lots of the different crimes they committed, mm-hmm. they there are some of them who are very defensive and say, you know, I don't think that is a crime. Yeah, I didn't do anything wrong there. Yeah, um, and then some of them are sort of very like, yeah, why you didn't do something? Um, yeah, and it's all sort of varying degrees of things, and they all sort of slightly start to turn on each other. Yeah, as well. anyway, it's very good. Okay. So yeah, so that was another summer book. Yeah, I feel like summer book just because I don't know. Is I feel it like it's an easy read and is also exciting. Fun. I'm also pretty sure it might be in summer. Be, I think it's like August or early island. September. Yeah, yeah, and it is an island in England. It's like uh, off Devon, I think. Okay. But um, so. all right. Um, my book, number 11, is The New Me by Hallie Butler, which is a book I've wanted to read for a while. Mm-hmm. It's that cover. cover. Oh, yes, yes, I've you seen that one. Um, it's a book I've wanted to read for a while. Um, the cover is the eye and ginger hair of a woman with a fly on it. And I saw it in a cafe that I go to that always has loads of books out, and I'm never sure if you can just take them or not. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to take it. So I yeah. did. Um, was made. The decision was made. Apparently, you can take those books if you are competent enough. Um, and it's about a woman who is a temp, and she starts a new temp job at a office, mm-hmm. um, a designer's office, and it's meant to be like a temp to permanent thing. And 
the whole like repetitive notion is that will this temp job turn into a permanent thing so she can start living the new life like mm-hmm. join a book club and make friends and buy fancier clothes and do all of it like become the new her but at the same time she's like really just judging and hating everyone yeah um which i thought was very realistic um and just like <laughs> the way she was just like there's literally a point in the beginning where she's like on the getting on like the subway i think it's in chicago um on the subway to work and she's like there's a woman who's a bit smaller than her who's like taking up the whole pole yeah and she's just like standing near her and she's like coughing to like indicate that there's someone behind her and the woman's just not taking it and eventually she's just like i'm going to do really annoying and i'm going to put it so i'm going to touch her head with my arm so i can hold onto the pole right by it like very like really yeah, like passive aggressive passive aggressive about various different things and she talks about all the way through and it's intercut with other chapters from other people's points of view um in the office kind of thing mm-hmm. um and i kind of have mixed feelings i don't think it was, i don't think it was the best book ever um i did enjoy it i thought i was i was kind of waiting for like her to break and to like go on some kind of unhinged rampage right um i'm not sure if that would have been for the that doesn't happen um but um i'm not sure if that would have been good or bad for the book yeah um but that's kind of felt like that's why i was waiting for i will say the most realistic part of the whole book which reading it i was just like yeah that was so true is um there's a scene where she's going through a hard time um mentally and they don't really hugely focus on like the actual mental hard like hardship but more of just like what's happening because she's not feeling great and then she's I mean she's doing not very well mentally she goes and stays with her parents for a weekend and it's like when you're a grown adult and your parents are like taking you shopping and like sorting you out and taking you for a haircut and they're buying everything like they're cooking for you and you just have like a real moment of relief just because you're being taken care for by the people who've always taken care for you like she's avoided for like the hot most of the book just talking to her mom yeah like at all and then she like goes and has this weekend with her parents and I was just like been there <laughs> and um that i really liked nice. um not a summer book winter book okay it's cold yeah it's set in the winter but quick easy read lovely the thing is is that sometimes when they're quick easy reads that is that's that is such book. a big criteria for a summer book so I true think. but also nice in the winter when you have that as well because yeah. it's nice when you go to the coffee shop and yeah. you know finish yeah a whole thing Okay, my next one is Pure Colour by hey. Sheila... Is it is Heaty? I say Heaty, but I yeah. have no idea. I don't know why I started saying Sheila Heaty. I just did. I think it's because of all the eyes. You can keep saying it if you want. I think it's well, and I won't. Um, anyway, okay. I'm not going to say it again. Anyway, um, what an interesting book that was. <laughs> um, just all over the place. I don't really know what I was expecting. I Not that, I would say. Um... It's, it's yeah, mad. Yeah, it's, it's about... I can't remember her name. Is her name Annie? No, her name's not Annie. She's... That's the other woman. I can't remember. Oh, God, what is her name? Mira, that's it. Yeah. And I also wasn't sure if it was Myra or Mira. I, and then I, I was think... like, well, I'm Mia. So then I was like, should it be Mira? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, actually. I think maybe I was saying Myra. But... Yeah, I think I was reading it as Mira. Um, and then I was like, I think it should be Myra. Yeah. Myra sounds mm. better than Mira. 
it's M-I-R-A, yeah. regardless. <laughs> yeah, that I feel like that must be an I rather than I because it's not a double yeah. My anyway. right. mm. um, yeah, so she... It's about how... Um, she goes in about God a bit at the beginning, but I didn't really feel like I actually had much reference I, to God after that. Yeah. So I was kind of like, okay, don't care about that. But it was basically about how people are either born from birds, which means they're very sort of creative and sort of consider things as a whole, I guess, um, and sort of quite, I guess, flighty in a way. Yeah. Um, fish, and they're sort of very focused on one thing. They're sort of like, this is what we're doing, this is... You know, we're doing that. And then bears, who are very sort of, you know, emotional and empathetic and, you know, really sort of carers, nurturers, yeah. that kind of thing. And Myra is bird, like a bird person. Um, her father is a bear person. And this woman, Annie, who she sort of begins to... I don't know. I mean, I, fall for? Yeah, kind of fall for. I wasn't sure if she it was almost like a friend crush type thing or if she actually was Yeah. really... Um, Four four in some kind of way. Yeah, yeah. In some way. Anyway, so it sort of starts off with that. Yeah. Exploring those feelings, and then her dad. I mean, I guess it is, isn't it? Something happens with her dad, basically, where it kind of distracts her from everything else. And then I'm gonna say this because I think that it should be people should be aware. She becomes a leaf. Yeah, I Um, thought that was really important to know. Yeah, that was really important to When me and started reading it, I, and she was like, say, it was a bit weird at the beginning. I was like, wait yeah. till you get to the leaf bit. I know. And she was like, you'll know when you're there. <laughs> and I did know. Anyway, and she's in the she's a leaf for a little while. And she's sort of sharing a brain with her father. Like, yeah, they're having conversations as a, as a leaf. Then she gets a bit stuck in the leaf. She's trying to get out. Anyway, it's very weird. And I am I am looking forward to reading Motherhood. Because I did think that the way that she writes, you can tell that she can write. If you yeah. also can. But, um. I don't know if that was necessary. I think you're going to like Motherhood. Yeah. I think also I was distracted by the pretty cover. I know. Pure colour is so I literally saw the cover in Book Bar and was like, I want uh, that. And yeah. I'm actually really glad because you had said, I don't know if I want to get a paper, a hardback, you know, mm-hmm. you're not sure if you like it because you hadn't read anything by her. And then I'll be friends Sophia had a proof of it. So we luckily got to read we're that. That's about. And actually, I'm really glad that I to read that and yeah. to have to pay for it because if I, I would have been I would if be I got mad. the hardback I would have oh, been upset I would be really if I got the payback I'd probably be a bit annoyed too to be yeah. honest it's one of those books where it's like it's not a bad yeah it's not it's, not it's just bad like, it's, it's not, just it's just weird bonkers yeah um, it went super bonkers and she she can write like she can do it she can and also she's a journalist as well isn't it? I believe I I'm pretty sure she is so I can see that yeah Um, but I remember talking about it to someone or hearing someone talk about it and they were like she like um, makes the whole world and then makes it up again and I was like does she? <laughs> yeah I saw someone Ooh. someone's review on Goodreads said this is like somebody has gone into my brain and spoken my like my life which I was thinking right I don't know if I ever want to meet you yeah I don't insane. think uh, yeah. but um yeah I mean I guess that thing is net it everybody reads from differently. differently and I'm sure some people yeah. could. But I really I'm, want to I'm, hear about that, actually. It's yeah, I've been interested. She didn't have the time because she went to, oh, I went to New York. New we'll have York. to do like a three-way call. Yeah, we will. We will. Yeah. We'll be like, right, tell us. Yeah. Okay. Um, closing it all out now. I've only got three more including the next one to talk about. You've probably got like five. I've got, how many more have I got? I think I've got four left. Actually four. I've got four left, yeah. Yeah, yeah four including the next one. Okay. Um, my one is The Cellist by Jennifer Atkins. Um, a proof copy taken from an unnamed location. Um, <laughs> it's a bad habit of getting into encouraged by Mia. It's over there on that shelf. 
Nice. Um, it's encouraged by me, and I'm such a baby about it. She's such I a baby. She won't do it, but baby I does get them for me too. <laughs> <laughs> I also get you more than I, I take myself. I know. Last time you didn't get any, of yourself. I didn't get any, but you got a bunch. Is it one of the ones? The ones you yeah. read? So. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're not going to focus on that. Thank you very much. That will go to our grades. Yeah. Um, but the Chalice by Jennifer Atkins, which is a book I've been seeing about. It was released in June this year. And it's a book I've been seeing about in, you know, the indie bookshops on their tables. Mm-hmm. Um, making the rounds. Making the rounds, but having actually not heard anyone talk about it. But I'd seen it places, and then I saw this, and I was like, oh, yes, I want to read that. Mm-hmm. So I read it. And it was really good. Um, really? Again, not... It's definitely... It is, as we love, a book about a sad woman moving through the world and this is beginning yeah and this is also a book that had a romance line in it but not in a way that the romance was going to give you a rush of romance yeah it had it was about a relationship um well it's basically about this main character um lu i think her full name is luciana Mm -hmm. but she is by luke or luce or luce l-u-c and so I don't really it could be any of this um, right. and it's told in like very short bursts which was really nice because you can get through it really well and yeah. it works really well for that and she is a cellist and she's always wanted to be a cellist and her whole life kind of revolves around being a cellist and she meets um, Billy who's an artist and she is a working cellist and he when they get together they he is he wants to be a sculptor and wants to be a successful artist, but is like working for a removals company so he can have money to do art in his free time. And he becomes slowly more successful. Mm-hmm. And then it, and she's like a working cellist, but it builds up. And I thought it was just going to be like, and you know from the off that like they have broken up at some point in the future. Yeah. And so you're kind of going back to the, when she first met him. Um, but it's, I would say it's more of in her focus of like how to live life when there's another focus than just the cello. Yeah. Um, and it kind of almost breaks her a bit, and because um, that's her whole life has just been cello, 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 and like she has friends and things, but it's never there's never been air about anything that she's ever cared more than her cello. Yeah. And um, and it's like her struggling to know how to deal with like caring about someone else, and then there's things going on in his life. Um, and how they as a pair kind of fail to deal with what's going on in each other's life and um, and supporting each other and they kind of for her storyline it kind of leads up I didn't think there was going to be any more events but then about halfway through um, she's performing and something happens mm-hmm. um, and kind of stops like she's kind of unable to perform for a while and um, and that kind of triggers their like breaking apart and um no it was really good it wasn't yeah it wasn't the best one i think this is a debut and mm-hmm. you can tell but i think it was really accomplished in what it was doing i thought it was a really interesting look at like a relationship when it's like actually battling how you're kind of used to being yeah like because like, oh, she's, she's like, yeah well. like how she defined herself and who she was before and like after and whether she could ever yeah be in a relationship because of who she was and it 
it was never like casting judgment on whether or not she should be that focused on the cello like yeah. it was really was like she just is yeah and like it wasn't saying she shouldn't be it was just that was the exception and i quite like that mm-hmm. um so yeah that was the, nice. the cellist not a summer book not a summer book um but that was more because of the feelings involved because actually they do go to spain and they do go to italy and there are some warm hot nights in yeah. london <laughs> and heat is featured and heat is featured quite a lot but i think the mood is quite cold yeah okay nice but yeah a good book very nice all right my next one was the other black girl by zakia or zakia um delilah harris which mm-hmm. was something that i actually had heard of because of um candace is it candace Carter brown i'm gonna have to double candace, check candace Carter williams Carter williams that's it um right so she was on an episode of how to fail mm-hmm. um yeah which i do love and she said that this was a really good book that she'd really found yeah. really interesting and it's got so the, the line on the front of it says devil wears prada meets get out and i would say it's i can see the get out yeah. stuff but the devil wears prada i think it's literally because she works in a publishing house which uh, is okay. supposed to be like one of the big ones but it's yeah. like a made up one and she's an assistant yeah like i and because her boss is not anything like like it's not i don't think it's close to yeah it's it quite it's, i can see the get out things and basically it's about this um woman called nella mm-hmm. who has been working for two years as a editorial assistant at the fictional publishing house called wagner or wagner which mm-hmm. i'm 99 percent sure that is fictional because yeah I've, i don't think yeah because i've never heard of the that. uk and also well it's in america but it's i really I don't, don't think, because I it's supposedly like, yeah. like the biggest one like it's sort of a well then it's not because the biggest one is yeah exactly PRH, so, so there we go um and basically she's working there she is the only black woman who was working there and um, she even got a job at the biggest one as an editorial assistant what's her cv looking like well i know and like she talks a lot about that and i mean it was really interesting because the stuff that she talks about publishing yeah it's very like yeah that's all true um and this woman also zakia zakia she what it did work at um in is it i never know if it's not or oh i think they pronounce it cannot yeah, but, but I, I, I just say it as not, not because like it's KN, so she yeah. Anyway, she did work for them, so I would really be interested to know what they think about it because yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, and basically, she is super hard worker, but she has kind of been stuck as an editorial assistant. And she talks a lot about how it's sort of like the elite who don't who have those roles who just will not give up anything. Yeah, and like they're literally sort of you know they're kind of like, well, it works really well for me to be the editor and you're the assistant, and why would I want you to? Yeah, up? because then I might jeopardize myself um and she so it starts off before anything happens she starts off she's read this manuscript by this sort of very well-known writer that her boss um is the editor for Mm -hmm. represents and he has written about um the opioids epidemic in Mm -hmm. america and he's got this character who basically seems like a caricature of a black person a black mother who i mean she's called like chartricia Mm -hmm. because her mother saw like when she was giving birth to her she like really like the colour chartreuse and that's mm-hmm. why she called her that like it's just and it's really sort of like quite offensive and very toned down yeah and she Nella is sort of thinking what do I say do I bring this up or not yeah and then at that same time a new um woman called Hazel who is also black 
mm-hmm. starts there. And she's an editorial assistant, a new editorial assistant for the other editor in the office. Yeah. And first of all, Nana's sort of like, this is so great. This is so nice to have someone who's going to understand, you know, all these, like, the many microaggressions that yeah. they experience every single day that they're not, they don't want to bring up. Like, she sort of says, I'm not going to bring it up because I would be constantly at HR. Yeah. But it's nice to have someone who actually understands that and doesn't sort of, isn't going over their head. Yeah. Um, and then Hazel's acting a little bit funny. She sort of starts, to, she's really telling Nella, like, oh, you know, you should do this, you should do this, like, you should stand up about this book. And then mm-hmm. as soon as Nella does, and her boss and the author go, really like what I can't believe you're calling me racist like all this mm-hmm. stuff Hazel suddenly swoops in saying I actually think it's really, she's a really good character and then says to Nella you know like, they were never going to see it from your side anyway you may as well just say this and yeah. there's all these little things you kind of think all mm. a little bit weird anyway um, I won't ruin the ending but it sort of goes more and more and Nella's becoming yeah. more and sort of you know Hazel's kind of stepping on her toes loads of really yeah. undermining her and she kind of thinks there's something really weird going on here mm-hmm. anyway it takes a dive into the fantastical realm and then is sort of quite it's sort of like quite thriller-esque I mean it's kind of yeah I can see how it's like something to get out because there's sort of stuff kind of turns and you're really like oh god what the hell is happening here like this is really um, and yeah I mean I felt like it sort of was a slower start and then really halfway through it was really like pacey and then and then I thought it was very good okay and it was interesting it was really interesting reading about the publishing industry things that I already know about yeah. and then also I think it was just a really good sort of kind of exposure of what it's like for yeah. people of colour working in the publishing industry because it's like it's already hard to get into no matter yeah. what and the way that they treat people who yeah. are you know, at the bottom and you know if you're not going to move up and stuff like that anyway I thought it was good yeah. and yes I finished on holiday so okay. I, I guess it kind of was I mean it's said in New York and it is hot a lot though so yeah. I guess it would be, but I mean, I always just think of like thrillers and things like that as summer books. No, I think of them no. as winter books. I, I, just I think, I'm, like, yeah. Creeping around. <laughs> I, yeah, that's true, actually. But I feel like this would definitely probably be more of a summery thriller. But... Yeah. yeah. I kind of think there's like a, there is a category of like a summer thriller. In a yeah. Thriller, okay. Um, we are at Don't, I know. I know. When I saw um, what time it is now, I think it's 3pm. I was like, oh Christ. Oh dear. Um, oh, well, I've got two books to go, so I'll be quick. Um, the book, The Employees. Actually, that's not true. I read that yesterday, but I finished. I see it. Nevada. Ah. By Imogen Binney yesterday. Thoughts? Um, really good. Nice. Yeah. Um, do you want to do The Employees first? No, I'm going to do this okay. one. It's just because Goodreads threw me off. Um, Nevada by Imogen Binney, which I got when we got drunk at book club the other day. Nice. And do you know what I found when I opened it up? Signed. signed nice it wasn't that one of the ones that you were like I've wanted to get it for ages so I've wanted to get it for ages yeah so I bought bit the bullet um, again I think I saw the front cover and I was like it's going to be a summer book yeah and a little bit a little bit not more wintry because it's set in late October I don't remember um, and it's about Maria mm-hmm. who is a young trans woman Mm-hmm. She is twenty nine. Quoted. It's got a Tory Peters quote from the back. Yeah, I think nice. this is this has been republished recently by Picador as like a Picador classic or collection or something like that. Um, and it's meant to be like a fairly seminal piece of trans yes. literature. I was going to say I think the Picador collection that is the same, Little Life is has yeah, been republished, has been republished as. Um, there's like a and like 
um, fucking American psychos in here as well. Yeah. Michael McCarthy, other people like that. Um, but this is supposed to be like a fairly seminal piece of trans writing. Yeah. And like very much, as Tori Peter says in the back, the book that launched the trans writing scene that changed my life, it remains an original. Um, and it's definitely like Imogen Minnie is a trans woman and it's definitely written for a trans audience and so that was really really interesting Mm -hmm. because it did like as you know a cisgender person it's not something I know or understand yeah and reading it was really kind of illuminating I think is probably the best word because there's a lot of talking about like a kind of detached feeling Mm -hmm. and like the feeling that have you read Detransition Baby? No, I haven't. You should. I think that, I because I read that and I felt the same. Moment. Yeah, and it was like this kind of specifically what kind of is left me with is the idea. It's like what happens when you're not a trans person who's known that you are of the opposite gender or and the other gender um, since you were a child. Like, mm-hmm. what happens then? then? Like, how? do you cope with your transition when that's not the case yeah. and also talking about like how there are like trans people are still people in the sense of which I mean I knew but it was interesting to read it in this way like trans people are still people in the sense of like they can be really fucking awful or they can mm. be they are still you know humans um, and that was sort of spoken about quite a lot and it's about Maria and she works at a big bookstore in New York, which is definitely The Strand, but that goes unnamed. Yeah. Um, and there's a really funny bit in there where she um, talks about like how everyone works there for like six months or a year and then goes and gets an editorial assistant job at HarperCollins. And I was like, <laughs> fucking tell him. Yeah. That's so true. And then there's a line of here, which I write at the beginning, which I really liked. I am going to read it because I was like, are you talking to uh group friends and it's um the pressure of living with the reality that they all grew up middle class chose a broadcast cast bohemian life and now have to deal with the fact that they can't afford the comforts they grew up with yeah that's like (laughs) you got me yeah that is so very accurate um pursuing my arts degrees um and she works in this bookstore and then has been with her girlfriend for like three years through various circumstances, breaks up with her girlfriend, takes her girlfriend's car and goes for a road trip. The road trip is not actually a big part of it because then it, that's about halfway that she makes the choice and then it switches to this boy, James, um, who's an unhappy stoner, is what it says in the back, mm. and they have a chance meeting in Walmart and end up discussing trans stuff. Yeah, um, yeah it was really good. Um, so easy to read because it was nice. kind of written kind of colloquially like yeah. using like in the sentences like yeah. very like you felt like you were reading someone's thoughts yeah um, and I also really liked um, because you're so intensely in Maria's head and then I really liked how there's like one chapter where it switches to her girlfriend and it's like her girlfriend's taking the situation kind of reveals more about the whole thing but you're not seeing it because you're only getting yeah. Maria's point of view and I really liked that and I thought that was really beneficial to like telling the story and then going to James and seeing Maria through someone else's eyes as well I think it just allows you to get a much more like full breadth of the person yeah and I really enjoyed that um so yeah finished that yesterday very good right the next one was Milkfed by Melissa Broder I want to say my copy that I've had since April I have not read yet and 
that it is that is a very intense book yeah there is so i would say i mean it's talks about eating disorder like a disordered eating to the point that mm-hmm. i think you should have a trigger warning in it because like, i've had that actually because i it was literally i mean it's things that i've definitely like struggled with before and yeah that just the how intense it is especially in the first chapter like she literally goes through every single meal the way that she does everything the way that she sort of has everything yeah it was very intense but i thought it was very accurate yeah so i thought that was good and i think she's a really good writer i think yeah. she's a strong writer and then it went into so i mean it was sort of extremes she went from one extreme yeah to another mm-hmm. both like sort of food wise and also relationship wise and it's based about this woman who works at a um i think she's a works at like a film agency like a talent agency yeah and she is an assistant and i mean she's not really paying that much attention to her job if it's not really about that and then she basically has this sort of schedule she goes she goes to these different things and then for her lunch she goes to this um frozen yogurt place she always gets the same like small cup and this um little orthodox jewish boy always mm-hmm. served her he's very good she'll be say stop like that stop right there and he'll stop and just, you know it's great for all yeah. her control issues and then one day there was a woman there who is his sister called miriam uh-huh. and she's like you know we're not going to pay you extra you're like it's not it's just for the cup it's not for if we go over goes over and that uh-huh. is the beginning of a spiraling of multiple things yeah where she sort of let go of that control uh-huh. and lots of different things happen from there including partly mm-hmm. a relationship with miriam which is not a spoiler said. because it's in, on the back. yeah um and yeah i thought it was really good i thought it was it super quick read mm-hmm. i started reading it when i just had finished um the other black girl and i reckon if i had like started it and that was the only book i'd been reading that day i would have finished it in a day yeah. and my friend yaz borrowed it and she finished it on the plane like oh, wow. which was what like a two and a half that's hour what i journey. kind of felt about the pisces when i read the pisces which yeah is so very quick read and yeah but it is insane yeah and it's definitely something that i would say if you have any kind of issues with food or your sexuality as well i feel like it's not really from the main character yeah i'm literally forgetting my name was what her name was rachel not rachel necessarily but miriam she is an orthodox jew and she is very um conflicted about her feelings about women um but i thought it was very good yeah i would definitely recommend and i will be recommending oh right and i will bring it back i actually meant to bring it back, but that's she, fine she forgot i only brought my teen little tiny bag but anyway it will be back nice. yeah so yeah i've only got one more after i've that. got no i've got two more okay i've got one my last one number 14 number i'm actually 14. really impressed that i've met, read 14 books in like a month i'm impressed too. especially with just the dissertation which was i'm really impressed like, because i read stopped doing everything else i read that. 16 and then like me i think i've got about pages left of my the 17th but i have been on holidays two long well one yeah. of them was five days one of them was two weeks where i literally was just reading yeah especially this last one like i literally read a book a day so yeah well wow. impress me impress me um and then this last one is when i got out from the library she's a library girl um gay and actually i only went to the library to try and find lol um Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince <laughs> because I really want to read it um, I'm having a mood where I really want to read the sixth Harry Potter book but I don't I um, would just like to say the Harry Potter mood has come from the fact that we were listening to the Harry Potter soundtrack oh, yeah, for like whilst doing our dissertation so just listening to the soundtracks in order and it's really been 
burnt it into me um and i can't find i found public fire in prison of azkaban in a chair shop the other day but not the one that i want and i it's gonna be in a box I'll look at out, my grand's I'll look out for it as well. if you see it yeah. i want it um i'm just that's the one i want to read um i didn't find it but i did update my library card access so i can get out 30 books now no not that i ever would it's just nice to know that you can. It's nice to know you can. Um, and I got out three books. One of them is The Employees, a workplace novel of the 22nd century by Olga Raven. Raven? Raven. Raven? R-A-V-N. Raven? Um, translated from Danish by Martin Aitken. And um, it was a weird book. And I've actually seen it around for ages and haven't um, ever got it, but wanted to read it. Um... And it's very weird. It's told in a series of statements um, from the crew of the 6,000 ship, which is made up of both human and humanoid. So the people, the difference is that like the human people will die and they were born and they are human in the sense that we understand human and humanoid appear for all intents and purposes are that, but they were created and they will be regenerated. And if they're, physical bodies die their brain like their brains their um thoughts and memories have been like software have been uploaded so they can be given to a new body interesting um and lol one hour 45 um and i'm like thank god we know this is recording and yeah because honestly i would not do it again again. i'd be like that was lost to time if anything i would just be like right we're gonna go through and it would just be like good or bad yeah Um, it was a really quick read um, it's only like 120 pages long 130 oh, pages amazing. and it's stored oh, it's in statements which are like of different lengths oh, wow. from various different crew members you don't know who the crew members are but you just know it. and then you sort of oh it's on a spaceship in the 22nd century and they're all the employees and it's like an investigation to the employees and how they're feeling and you kind of pick up the the spaceship have sort of taken these objects mm-hmm. um, on board and it's kind of monitoring the relationships that they all have to these objects but then you kind of pick up what else is going on. Um, yeah. And it was really weird, but it was also really good. Completely different to anything else I've read mm. in this list of books. And that I liked. Nice. I would recommend it. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's really interesting, the way that it's structured as well. Yeah. That narrative of having a statement. Yeah. That's and it's like opens and closes with like, the following is the witness transcripts from this. And then like, yeah. what happened at the end? That's and it's really good. Really good. All right. Well, so then I, after that, I then read "This Is Going to End in Tears" by Liza Glausman. I want to say. Did it end in tears? Um, yeah, it ended in more more than tears actually. If anything, oh. I'd say it didn't end in tears. It ended in a different way that and was another oh thing that's similar to tears. Anyway, um, so my review of this was too many narratives going on, but very yeah. summary. So it was very summary. It was definitely a summer book, and it's based in just outside of. It's not even LA, actually, is it? So they moved to LA, but they live in this place called Wonderland, which is just called a tidal island. Mm-hmm. Off, um, yeah, like, it's in it's in America. I don't know where it is. But it's these three friends called Ash, Ollie, and Miller. Miller's a woman. Ash and Ollie are men. Yeah. Um, they're really good friends. They're younger. They moved to LA, set up a record label. Things went wrong, and they stopped being friends. Ash and... No, Miller and Ollie had this sort of very intense love affair yeah then it went south Miller sort of went to Ash for comfort and then Ash and Miller started their relationship Mm -hmm. got married and had a child called Nate and it was good it's basically about sort of friendship and then 
Um, Ollie has this sort of thing where he everything goes wrong in LA and he nearly he tries to commit suicide but then he ends up having an earthquake where before he can like take all of everything he's going to take mm-hmm. the house crumbles on him and he manages to survive that and then it's sort of like right my third act I'm going to go home back, back home to Wonderland and repair things mm-hmm. and it is good the story's alright it just was sort of like I mean it was really weirdly structured it was in yeah. five parts thing called things like August 1984 like yeah. this but then in those it would also be like 1955-1962 and you're kind of like well why have you done that if you're going to yeah. just go on between I kind of was thinking I really feel like someone has not edited this well Yeah. and it almost felt like the whole thing there's like a big thing that happens at the end and it almost feels like the whole book it's sort of like it's just good to know that stuff before reading a book that it could have yeah. been so I don't know I didn't think it was the best mm-hmm. um but yeah, but it was very, it was very summery, and um, it did have some things that we had, and I thought the ending was interesting and sort of you know yeah. good in that way. And then my last book, oh my god, to finish yesterday, um, is Stargate Stargazer by yeah. Laurie Petru Petral, um, which if I could, if I was gonna sell this and had like a tagline, yeah, I would say something along the lines of picture of portrait of Dorian Gray, yeah sort of like a twist on that because it's about two friends both of who are very privileged Uh very wealthy families who are their two girls next week but one's called Aurel Uh and then one is called Diana so Diana's from a very wealthy family where her brother is a massive bully he's horrible to her Mm -hmm. and he's like the star of the family Mm -hmm. and the family do not um really pay attention to Diana and she's very artistic. She's an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. But um, they love. They show, show lots of love to her. They give her. Lots, she you know she gets like a really nice car and everything for her birthday. But like she's not. The same. She's not. Yeah, it's just yeah. Um, and then Aurel is the only daughter of a fashion designer called Marianne Taylor. Mm-hmm. And her whole family, like, they're all in the spotlight. She's quite a quiet person. Very lost. Doesn't really have a sense yeah. of direction. She once sort of rebels, sneaks out, takes one of her mother's unfinished designs, and goes to a rave. Gets like photographed and then ends mm-hmm. up becoming like the poster of the brand oh, which is okay. sort of like for really like wild children um anyway diana's brother dies hits his head he's from swimming to jump yeah. in hits his head and dies and then marianne the mother says to Aurel, why don't you go and talk to diana like yeah. you know she doesn't really have any friends why don't you do that and then they start become best friends and then uh-huh. they actually go to school together diana goes and she's an artist Pharrell's doing English literature, but to be honest, she's just like doing with the drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, I did notice a couple of spelling mistakes. Oh, well, it, it was an uncorrected proof. Yeah, so it's fine. Um, she could be an editor. Yeah. <laughs> I was going there and I was like, mm-hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, and then it basically goes where Diana is starts doing, drawing these portraits of Aurel, mm-hmm. but she is really being quite harsh with her depictions of her and Aurel is so sort of unled and not unled she so has no direction that she's sort of anything that anyone who sort of was there to say you know we should do this we should do this she would have just done Mm -hmm. so Aurel is just okay with it Mm -hmm. and it kind of gets builds up and builds up and Diana's becoming this very sort of quite scary character and Aurel is very much sort of always giving having excuses for her and saying and then there's sort of this climactic thing and I I mean difficult because I um, have a very bad habit of reading books where there's going to be a twist and guessing the twist Mm -hmm. which is annoying 
Yeah, I do it with films as well, and mm. I will say it out loud before it happens, and I'll be like, "Oh, I bet it's this." And yeah, I, know I do that too. But that's awful, and that's so annoying for everybody. And I do try and not do that. Well, I also love sense. getting it. So I know, but that's the thing. We all like, mm, it's fine. Um, with books, I'd rather not know. Yeah, but I did guess. guess oh, okay. And I guess like two things that then ended up being sort of the climactic oh, okay. parts. Was it good nice thing? Yeah, I thought it was good. It was a really summary. Oh, also, great. I think I hate to make assumptions, but I do think the author has had quite a heavy experience with drugs. Oh, specifically beautiful. acid, oh. <laughs> because she talks about it a lot. And yeah. Very descriptive yeah. with it, which I was sort of thinking. Oh, I wonder if somebody's yeah. taking from you know. yeah from some um, real life experiences. But yeah, and that concludes. Great. I so we... closely could have been finished with the other one, but I'm glad we didn't. Should we pick a fave? Just to close it out. Do oh, you have a fave? Yeah, let's pick a fave. Okay. Um. Oh my goodness. Do I have a fave? Let me have a look through again. I'll see. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I think I've got. I've got at least one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say one. The one that I'm gonna say. Okay, I think one that you think is like the best okay. overall. One that was like the most summary in terms of like <laughs> enjoyment. Like, yeah. like it doesn't have to necessarily be the like the best, yeah. like most well written or anything. Okay, maybe that can be it. I think I was gonna say so, or a revis- best revisit because I reread <laughs> quite a few of the so That might be an extra for me. Okay, you go. Okay, um, I think the best overall was the employees. By okay, nice. Yesterday. I think that was great. That's it was, great. It was kept going. I really wanted to know what was going on. Um, really different from everything else I'd read. Yeah, lovely. that I think is my best overall. My most summary read. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the most summary read. I'm struggling with that. It is um, was probably the girls. Okay. I think that captured the tone. You the thought best. it was going to be as and well. I so thought I it like was going to be. I like that. Too. Um, but I don't necessarily. So I'd recommend it. Okay. I think if I wanted to, I think I would maybe. Oh, I think the girls is the most summary, but despite it not taking place, I think maybe Nevada by Imogen Binney was maybe my like summary read, and that it was like quick, got through it, and there was like that sense of like not much happening that you have to care about. Yeah, like I mean, there was big things that they get they cared about, but anyway, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, okay. Nice. Okay, I think maybe my like most enjoyable and summer read was probably *A Woman and Sold*. Yeah, because I feel like it ticked multiple boxes. Like I thought it was well written, and also yeah. it was felt very summery and felt and was interesting and things that I don't like had no idea about as well and a bit of history as well, which mm-hmm. is you know I always like a little cool. little something. I would say probably the best written, the best overall was maybe *Milkfed*. Ooh, because I just think that um i thought the whole thing was well written and I yeah thought it was like you know she went into some really interesting different yeah that. yeah i'm gonna say that yeah i'm gonna say my favorite reread because i just would like to do that too it was probably and then there were none but this mm-hmm. is like always like that yeah um oh, and that's also when much... my throat started going yeah. feeling sore yeah. from speaking <laughs> for this so long okay um and that's one That's hour it. and 55 minutes honestly if anyone actually this... does I feel like I will buy you one of the books of your yeah, choice from you the list you can have one of the books yeah um, actually I was going to say maybe not buy you can just buy yeah, <laughs> we're not that rich yeah um, wow this has really been us chatting books this really has this... been us chatting yeah. books and I don't actually even know if you're allowed to upload a two hour thing to things because my because red handed whenever they have more than over like an hour and twenty minutes. It's not twenty it's not two hours yet, so we're just gonna stop it there. Oh great, okay. Well thank you. Thank and you. See you next time. Bye bye.